Today's show is sponsored by Policy Genius. Policy Genius makes finding the right life insurance a breeze. In minutes, you can compare quotes from top insurers to find your best price. Just visit policygenius.com. Again, policygenius.com. Today's show is also sponsored by Brooklyn, and Brooklyn makes our favorite bedding, loungewear, and towels. And you can get 10% off your first order and free shipping when you go to brooklyn.com. Use the promo code REAL. I remember going to stores with my mom and right when I'd walk in, I would just like take off. I would just disappear and just like go around the store where I wanted to go around. And then what she would do is at the end. Like every, as a little kid? I think like elementary, if not younger. And then I remember what she would do is it was like our thing. When she would check out, she would just tell the register person to call me on the intercom. So I just, I have, I have years of memories of just being in like a Costco or a Fred Meyer if you're Fred Meyer, that's from the Northwest, I think only, um, Safeway, and just hearing, well, Jeffrey Bethke, please come to aisle, like, <laughs> I, that was like my, that was my childhood. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Life Podcast, where we talk about exactly that every single week, real life, which means some episodes might be about a fight we just had, some episodes might be about potty training since we have two toddlers, and some might be about eschatological realism because I love thinking and talking about deep theological things. And maybe we'll talk about all three of those in one episode. But we hope the show feels like hanging out in our living room with us, drinking a cup of coffee as we discuss faith and family and culture and Jesus. Me and my lovely wife, Alyssa, are your hosts, and don't hesitate to hit us up or reach out on social media to say hi or comment on this week's episode. Enjoy. How's it going, guys? I'm Jeff. I'm Alyssa. Welcome back to the Real Life Podcast. We talk about faith, culture, and answer your questions. Okay, guys, fun episode today. It's going to be very random. Not random because we know exactly what we want to do, but it's... (laughs) We purposely want to give you a little break. We, you know, of of maybe, you know, hearing a lot about the crisis and COVID-19, which is so serious and we have to address and talk about. We need to think about that spiritually, et cetera. But I also think it's good to talk about other things and uh, remind ourselves of other parts of life Mm -hmm. and humor. There's humor and sadness and hardship and funniness. All those go together all at once. And so kind of having a well-balanced diet is appropriate. Mm -hmm. And this would be in more of the humor or just kind of fun, lighthearted episodes. And what that's going to be is actually based on Kinsley's idea. Explain it, Liz. I'm going to get some water. So you spend (laughs) like a minute on it. (laughs) I think in our family, we really emphasize stories. So like being a family that tells good stories. And I think that's what you pass down, you know, to your kids and they pass them down to their kids and their kids. And the things I remember about growing up are so many of the stories my parents would tell me. And so um, every Shabbat at dinner, we always like will ask a question or if we have guests, we'll ask them some questions. So the kids, Sissy especially, has gotten really good at asking questions and she soaks up the stories and she'll just sit on the couch with my dad and talk story for for a really long time and so and she'll giggle about it and then yeah. if we're not there she'll like giggle telling me it later so today at lunch we were just we we're just eating our lunch and she's like mom tell me a funny story when you were 18 and i couldn't she really think of 18. one yeah i couldn't really think of one and so she's like okay tell me a funny story when you were six and so i would tell some stories and she would just giggle and laugh and then she just and we would just talk about it. So I was like, this is so fun to have these conversations with our kids. So I was thinking today we would just tell some funny stories. Well, what do you got? Tell me some. Well, no, I'm going to, you tell me. Tell, tell me, me some. a funny story when you were seven. We'll have to think about that real quick. Well, real quick. I just wanted to add to what you said. I agree. Okay. I think we're, we're yeah. storytelling family. We love it. Um, it's so fun. I think guys too, it's really easy and it's a low hanging fruit. If you just step into the, 
ritual of it. Mm-hmm. You know, just always when parents are over or when friends are over that you have deep relationships with, just ask questions that are like story oriented. You know, and most, just most people, yeah, most people just come alive and mm-hmm. unlock when you just start asking them kind of like pointed questions. If you just say like, tell us anything, that doesn't work. But if you just kind of be like, you know, pick a pick a prompt or like a bicycle or summer or pool or swimming or a sport and just say, hey, did you ever play sports growing up? Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. You know, or this, that, or like this year. A, what was it on Sabbath this week? We said, Mimi and Papa, tell us what your bedrooms looked like when you yeah, were sick. Yeah, the question this week was like, tell us. A, and that was such a fun one. Well, I never had kind thought of, to ask my parents that. And my mom came alive. Yeah. Oh, so by the way, we have this we have this book that gives yes, us a lot of those. That's so true. It's called, I think it's called Graham. Graham grandpa's journal and grandma's journal we got it on amazon and it's a great book that you're actually supposed to like have them fill out mm-hmm. we just use it more as prompts where we'll fill it out here and there but um like it's basically for a grandpa to buy and then like journal in it over years to give it to the family um but the questions are just so good so random and there's so many of like funny serious legacy kid childhood adult lessons wisdom etc so we just crack that open during sabbath now and just ask like one question um and yeah like that's such a good question about mm-hmm. like what did your bedroom look like when you were a kid because you everyone never thinks about that but totally remembers it like i, oh, I, yeah. I instantly remember mine like what posters i had what i loved oh yeah where my shoes were how they looked and why it just shows so gives away your personality so, so that's fun. a really good um thing i would say guys is um, is get that or get questions from that, but just but start like it's, it's very. Cannon asked my grandpa, so his great grandpa, um, one day at dinner, he was like, "Grandpa, did you have a dinosaur when you were growing up?" And my <laughs> my grandpa, he's almost ninety. He was laughing. He's like, "Oh yeah, back when I was young, there was dinosaurs yeah, roaming the world." That. <laughs> that was funny, but yeah, guys. So just step into storytelling. It's one of the. It's a lost art in like. I don't know if you guys realize this either, but because we don't need storytelling, we don't, we, here's the thing. We don't think we need storytelling because of Google and connectivity and facts. And so when all of ancient culture, storytelling was actually the way you even survived. Mm. Like it was literally how you passed down everything that you needed. It was, yeah. it was how discipleship happened and learning and wisdom happened. So well, yeah, we're big in, in, the, we're big in, in the West. We're just so about the facts totally. and like memorizing the knowledge where it's really like Story stories what are what, yeah, or what passed down. We're not going to pass down a bunch of facts about exactly. our grandparents, but it's and like Jesus, the stories. And Jesus, always taught through stories, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's fun that we both have families that love that. Uh, you know, Alyssa's parents come over and we get to do that. Um, I wish, Mom, I know you're listening. I wish that's one of the main reasons I wish you guys lived here in Maui so you could tell more stories. But my mom is amazing too because she, the scrapbook stuff. So my mom sent, what, a couple years ago? Yeah. <clears throat> and yeah, I don't know when she made the books or when they were, but... It was such a cool idea where she basically just put together a scrapbook of my entire life, all the way from birth to, I think the last couple of pictures were like high school and, uh, and yeah, something like that is like scrapbooking, things like that. It's just a lost art where I don't think we do it anymore and don't care about it anymore. Um, but yeah, it's huge. And so, yes, mom, thank you for sending that to me. We will treasure that always. And we use that with the kids. Like I remember I've taken that out a couple dinners and just opened it and showed it to the kids. They ask questions about the book, pictures, etc. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So yeah. So storytelling, what, 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 which ones did you want to start with? What were you thinking? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I said, tell me a funny story from when you were seven. <laughs> Seven's a hard year. I don't think I remember. What is that? Second grade? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I remember second grade. Um, uh, that's too tough. Second grade, seven. I feel like I was playing baseball by then. I was going to an elementary in Everett, Washington. Shout out to Everett. You're I still in Everett then? I think. I think we moved at third grade, I think. 
Oh. But I can't remember. I, <laughs> you might have to go first on that one because I don't know if I can pull from from second grade. That doesn't feel monumental for some reason. <laughs> well, second grade, I had the best teacher in the whole world. She was my favorite teacher. Um, hmm. Well, we were just talking about the other day with my parents. Remember back in elementary school, those like ice cream cups that you would get? Like if you were, I don't know, I feel like you had to win something like student of the month or I don't know some, I don't know what the prizes were, but every month they did these ice cream parties, but it was like those ice creams that come in a cup and it's like the, that you eat with the, um, a you wooden like peel spoon? back yeah. and eat with the wooden spoon and it's like the vanilla and that is a classic. The fudge or it's the vanilla and creamsicle. Yeah. The creamsicle is legit. I hadn't thought about that a long time and I loved those. That is legit. Mm-hmm. Let's go more to like middle school. That'd be a fun one. I feel like I, feel like I have a hard time with elementary for some reason. Okay. I mean, I still have like stories, but I feel like I really would have to be given such a specific question. Tell that, me like, your favorite Christmas gift. Oh, I, Lego sets. I, whenever I was a kid, oh. I still remember. I remember getting like specific Lego sets. They had like, I got a pirate one when I was a kid. That was amazing. Did you do them yourself? <clears throat> um, yes, did it myself. There was one that was like, I don't know what the theme was, but it was almost more like a fort. It was like you built like a fort. So I don't know if that what theme that would have been like 1800s America or something. <laughs> um, I think there was, there was some other ones. The one gift, this is actually a birthday present. So, but it's for some reason that stands out. It was just like my favorite gift of all time. So my mom, my mom and my dad got me a, I think when I was 12, like a super nice, like Rawlings Pro Preferred. If you know baseball, you know, that's like super nice custom glove with my name stitched in it. <laughs> and I just, and I still have that glove to this day. And I used it all the way through, you know, first couple of years of college. So I, it was like, that was a gift. And that was such a like heirloom that I'm already keeping and we'll pass down to the kids. But I'm left-handed though. So hopefully one of them's left-handed. Um, but that was a, a big gift. That's a good yeah. one. What about your biggest Christmas gift? Well, I remember, I think I was in college and we always did stockings and then like gifts, but we always had one big gift. And I remember um, that year we had opened all our presents and then we did our stockings and my big present was in the stocking. It was an iPad, no, iPod nano or whatever oh yeah the little square like color ones but i was shocked i was so excited so i just remember that one um that's a good that one. was pretty fun hey guys want to take a quick break tell you about one of this week's sponsors and that is policy genius you know we love policy genius over here make things easy and give an incredible service now, i don't know about you but there's things that i look back on and be like man I certainly got that wrong in that era. And the one that pops out of my head was, remember when we used to wear multiple polo shirts and then pop the collars? That was me in middle school and definitely got that wrong. That was a hard no. I took an L right there. Um, A lot of us, we get things wrong from time to time. That's just life. But there is also things we can get right and know we're doing it the right way. And one of those is shopping for life insurance through Policy Genius. And that's because they make it really easy and they they allow you to find the right life insurance in a breeze. So in minutes, you can compare quotes from all the top insurers to find your best price. You can save up to $1,500 or more by using Policy Genius to compare different policies. Once you apply, they take care of the paperwork, handle all the red tape, and they don't just make it easy, but you can also find the right home and auto insurance and disability insurance as well. So even if you look back, and say, hey, I've gotten this wrong or done that wrong. This can be a thing you can get right. In just a few minutes, you can find your best prices across all uh, insurers and apply at policygenius.com. Okay, tell me if you can go back to elementary school, but if not, then junior high. Like, 
the first school assignment project that you did that you are so proud of and or if it pointed to your giftings now oh that's an interesting one Mm -hmm. i feel like i could think of these if i wasn't on the spot but my brain like won't let me think of them i remember i was super into school projects yeah and always tried to win and do the best thing. Remember, what was it called? The poster board where there was like the threefold. So I'd have the two sides oh, yes, in the middle. Yes. I would do that every year. What projects did I do? My mom will probably text me after she listens or something. I feel like um, there was one, I think it was sixth grade. Me and a buddy of mine had to build, it was some like a structure project or something. And we built the sickest house out of popsicle sticks you had ever <laughs> like we took it so serious it took weeks and it looked like a legitimate like professional architect had built this home um and i think we won or i think we were like best in the class but it was amazing it was a legitimate house out of popsicle sticks was with that like, sixth grade sixth grade with like a roof um <clears throat> a yard wow. rooms windows wow. it was crazy because i remember in sixth grade we did something i don't know what era it was but i made a building that looked like the stone it's like aztec or something i remember my mom we like spray painted it with this like paint that looks like um uh stucco oh yeah i remember the texture paint or whatever yeah Yeah. okay but what's one one that pointed to like your giftings now i don't think there is any because i would have just be like speaking right or communicating so i don't know debate no, I never, I mean, I was in knowledge bowl in middle school. That was oh. fun. So that was kind of like Jeopardy where like it was an after school club that competed for a little bit and you basically, it was knowledgeable. So it was basically like, yeah, Jeopardy, <laughs> Jeopardy like questions and you had to buzz in. There was only like seven of us. <laughs> oh yeah. I remember knowledge bowl oh, and the little sensors with the fingers and having to push the button. Yeah. Knowledge bowl was good. Um, I think I did good in the spelling bee back in the day. I don't. I Do you don't, remember what word you got wrong in the spelling bee? I don't know. I got social wrong. I mixed up the A and the I. Oh, that is a good one. So I always will remember it now. There's, oh, there's got to be. Okay. Was when, there anything with speaking, or was there anything with when I was in se- or yeah. like drama or something? When I was in second grade, I won the writing. What was that writing oh, look contest that. that you did or whatever? There's like different levels. Like you do your all your school and then you go like the district and then like the state of Washington. So I wrote this story about this blind turkey and I don't know what happened. Apparently something happened and he could see at the end or I don't know. It was pretty moving. And I remember winning. I think I went into the district and won. About the really? blind turkey. Yeah. That is good. Those are good. Yeah. Those are good. What else? Any funny memory or something that just pops up from middle school i don't know why this pops up but i remember getting yelled at by my sixth or seventh grade basketball coach because i was on the bench with a headband (laughs) and i was like not paying attention to the game at all trying to talk to my friend next to me and get him to make it sure the headband looked good on my head. I mean, like I was super like, you remember in middle school how you just really cared? <laughs> yeah. And everyone was just like, is it, is it straight? Is it good? Is my hair okay? You still do that to me now. <laughs> <laughs> I just, for some reason, that memory stands out so bad where he just, he just turned and just like ripped me a new one and I'll never, and I just was like stunned um, and I'll never wear a headband again for that reason. Okay. What about a funny story about one of your parents? Um... Uh, when I, you were mom, growing yeah, up. mom, you have to remind me what age this was. I'm guessing like four or five, maybe. I just remember when I first started playing baseball, you know, single mom. So she'd take me out and play and pitch to me and all that. And she was awesome and dominated. But there was one where we were at a field 
and she was pitching to me. It had to be like five or six because I don't feel like you hit t- it's t-ball before then, I think. But she was pitching to me. And I just, and I was hitting and I just drew, and I, but I was still young though, where like, she's not getting behind an L screen. If you know what that is, anything like that. Like it was just like, you're still young enough where it's like, I'm not going to hurt her or anything, you know? But, um, except you're a Bethke. Exactly. Little, little did she know, <laughs> but I, so she pitches to me and I drilled it right back at her. And I believe she was drinking a white chocolate mocha that day or something like that from Starbucks, but it was set, it was set right next to her on the mound and the ball could to perfectly hit it. And then it just exploded all over her. So like, I just like drilled the ball, hit the coffee. The coffee just exploded no. into this bomb. And it was like the second pitch or something. So we were like, and we're done. Um, and I think it was from that moment on, she like said that she couldn't basically pitch to me anymore. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. But I remember that one. That was, that was fun. What was the story? Your mom might kill me, but when you were with your and her sister and you guys were at Fred Meyer, and <laughs> Peter Pants in the store or something. Oh, I remember. That's Who did? My mom? Story. Never mind. <laughs> Speaking of speaking of stores, my mom always so I was the kid. This makes me realize too, like I don't is it just like we're in a different year now? Cause I didn't care that my mom did this, but I also feel like I wouldn't do the Star Kids. Uh maybe I was older. I can't remember. But like I would just I remember going to stores with my mom and right when I would walk in, I would just like take off. I would just disappear and just like go around the store where I wanted to go around. And then what you would do is at the end Like every, as a little kid? I think like elementary, if not younger. And then I remember what she would do is it was like our thing when she would check out, she would just tell the register person to call me on the intercom. So I just, I have, I have years of memories of just being in like a Costco or a Fred Meyer. If you're Fred Meyer, that's from the Northwest, I think only um, Safeway and just hearing, well, Jeffrey Bethke, please come to aisle. Like I, that was like my, that was my childhood. Yeah. That would never happen. That was my childhood. But I mean, I like lived on that. And then there was another fun story like that too, where I think it was Costco. I don't know, but I found like, a, I think it was either I found 20 bucks or a hundred bucks. And my, this is totally a good integrity story. And my mom was like, you have to turn that back in. You can't just keep it. Um, and so we turned it in under, and then they, and then they said like, well, if we can't, if no one comes and says they lost a hundred bucks, like in the next hour or something, then like it's yours. And so then it was my, it was mine. No one claimed it. Way to go. Yeah. That's good. What about you? You got any fun ones? I feel like your mom probably has some gold ones or your oh, dad. My mom is so funny. So is my dad. Um, I know the kids were making me tell a bunch of my parents' stories the other day. <sighs> Let's see. Well, hmm. Nothing's coming to me right off the top of my head. My, yeah, I can't think of anything right off the top of my head. I know it's hard when you put it in your I own. know. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, how about this? What did your room look like? Mm. in what el- year element yeah right i because my mom would we would she would let me redo my room like every i don't know year two to five yeah. years and so it was like a really special big totally. deal thing so what did your room look like in elementary in elementary i had um wallpaper just like the like six inch wallpaper around the middle that was mickey and minnie surfing windsurfing and then underneath we did wave my mom my mom did waves in like three different colors that's amazing it was pretty cute so yeah that's it though i feel like i remember so much more detail oh okay i'll keep going yeah and then i think i had a day bed that was really pretty and i had my mom's old dresser um yeah that's all i can remember from that year yeah i could tell you every other year too Hey guys, I want to take a quick break to tell you about one of the week's sponsors, and that is Brooklyn. And you know we love Brooklyn and long-standing sponsor of the show. 
Um, they're incredible and they're awesome and they're home to the internet's favorite sheets, bedding, loungewear, towels, and more with over 50,000 plus five-star reviews and counting. I think, you know, uh, sheets really, really matter. I take not only a nap every single day, but then try to sleep at least eight hours a day at night. So I'm in the bed a lot. So it matters and I'm thankful for Brooklyn and they're incredible. They just brought new life and freshness to our space. I love how they look. I love how they feel. Now, if you don't know about Brooklyn and in early 2014, it was founded by a husband and wife, Rich and Vicky. So it's awesome, the story behind it. And they wanted to basically bring beautiful home essentials that didn't cost like huge luxury markups and cost an arm and a leg. So they're on a mission to do that and make you comfortable. They're the first direct-to-consumer bedding company, um, which is awesome. So they know what they're doing. Uh, and they have everything from towels uh, that are super plush and soft to shower curtains, bath mats, loungewear, on and on and on. So they're the perfect place to start making small changes that make big differences. And they're so confident in their products. I love this, that all their sheets, comforters, loungewear, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. It's super awesome. So you can get 10% off your first order in free shipping when you use the promo code REAL only at brooklinen.com. Again, that's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo code REAL. So I had, yeah, so we moved to get them out, but then we also have my dad, I had my room, my dad's house, room, my mom's house. So I had a lot of bedrooms. I feel like the one I think of was one of my main ones growing up at my mom's house. Uh, that's where I lived and like was, is, um, I had a trundle bed and I just remember, oh, yes. I, 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 remember I remember too. loving that. Like yes. it just had the drawer at the bottom Sleepovers and I thought I was days. the coolest when friends would come over <laughs> yep. and be like, yeah, you get to sleep down <laughs> yep, there. Like we get true. to share a room and I got a bed for you. Just let me pull out this yep, drawer. Yep. <laughs> um, and I think someone even made that trundle. It was like a custom one. That was really cool. Um, I was a big Ken Griffey fan. So I remember having a Ken Griffey Jr. poster and I specifically remember having a, I have a dream Martin Luther King Jr. Mm. poster, which I don't think there's many 10 or 12 year olds that have an, I have a dream Martin Luther King mm. poster in their room. I had Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Ah! <laughs> and that right there, guys, <laughs> is the difference between me and Alyssa. And then that one was... poster choice. She mm. had the teenage heartthrob of the nineties. Wait, what was it? Fourth grade? I want to say NSYNC came out. And so then... Do you remember when it was like the magazine culture and you'd oh, rip yes. out magazine yes. pages? So yeah. for a while, I had a NSYNC collage. Oh. And I remember I would have like a 17 magazine, but not like a magazine, like one of the more like booky ones. Yeah. So it was like cleaner. Well, it's funny. And it was NSYNC. And I remember going to bed every night and praying for Justin Timberlake and praying that he would come to know Jesus and praying that he would become my husband. That's amazing. <laughs> Well, and what's funny too is I feel like back then posters were more iconic. Like posters isn't really a huge culture anymore. Yeah. But I feel like there was really famous posters. Like I remember my oh, cousin yeah. had that really famous Britney Spears one that was just like from her album or whatever. Yep. There was uh, the NSYNC ones. The really iconic one that I think I had uh, that a lot of people had was the Michael Jordan one where it's the yep, horizontal yep. poster where he's holding. Mm -hmm. There's two famous ones. Mm -hmm. One where he's dunking yep. from the free throw line. And then there's the one where he, the skinny one where he's holding the two basketballs. Yes. Um, that one was amazing. Uh, oh, yeah. I Does anyone remember. remember Mall Madness? It was my favorite game as a fourth grader. So my summer of fourth grade consisted of Mall Madness, jumping on the trampoline, and watching Disney's NSYNC like, uh, concert every day. I had it memorized. Yeah. Speaking of Disney, oh. remember the Disney originals? That was my yes, childhood. Yes. Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Yep. Johnny Tsunami. Go, boom, boom. Uh, Supernova Girl, Girl, Girl. <laughs> Brink. <laughs> Luck of the Irish, Johnny Tsunami, Smart House. Yes. <sighs> okay, tell me your favorite birthday. Xenon the Zequel. Tell me your favorite birthday. Of, okay, so like, that's easy. So from, there's like, one, from zero to 12, 18. Yeah, so there was one where my mom rented out. So the Tacoma Rainiers are the AAA uh, affiliate of the Seattle Mariners. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
And I don't know, maybe I was 10, I don't know. And I was a huge Joey Cora fan. He was a player on the Mariners. And I can't remember if he was either injured and he was playing in the game or if he was just coming down for signing autographs. I can't remember. But he was going to be at the rate. We had season tickets, I think, or we had some tickets, but we weren't, well, we didn't have tickets for this, but we, but so on my birthday, my mom basically rented one of those, like you can, at the place you can kind of rent like a party room-esque on the field. You know what I mean? Like it's basically, it's basically like baseball seats in the stadium, but we're kind of like 12 people can hang out and you kind of get food and all that. And I just remember that was an iconic birthday because it was all my friends, all the food, a baseball game. And then my favorite player was there that day, either for rehab or for whatever. But I got to meet him and got his autograph. That was like iconic. How old was that? I feel like it had to be somewhere in the 10 to 12 range. Yeah. But that was iconic. You felt like the man. Oh, legendary. (laughs) What about you? Oh, man. Um... Hmm. For some reason, they're not coming to me, but I think it was. <laughs> You're the one that wanted to do this episode. <laughs> what was? This I don't know. I was in the teens. I was. Well, my 16th birthday was really fun. I like planned a big party and everyone came, but I just loved sleepovers so much. So I remember one time I had the sleepover and it was all my besties. And then it was also the same night as um, the Miss America. And so we, and oh, it, wow. so we, yeah. set, we, wa- we stayed up watching it and it was just, I just remember it was just like so fun and I just, That's yeah, amazing. I was a little older, but, um, okay. Last question. What is a favorite moment you have with your mom and or your dad? And it could be like, like zero to 22, like after, like right before you graduate college. That's a good there's question. like a favorite memory that you have with them. That's a really good question. Oh, there's so many of my mom, you know, growing up with her. I would say for some reason, I don't, I don't even know this is the absolute favorite, but this is just the one that popped in my head because of it, but it is a favorite is uh, we rode, I think we road tripped. Yeah, we road tripped and camped from Washington. Did we do this for baseball? I can't remember. Road tripped from Washington down to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got to bring a friend. So it was us three. Were you in high school? I think, no, I think I was a little younger. And we oh. camped, maybe like 14, mm-hmm. you know? And we camped and then went to like some of the baseball stadiums down there. So I specifically remember going to the oh, San Francisco Giants Stadium, which is, I think then was called Pac Bell. And it was on the water. And oh, that was just such an iconic trip. It was so fun to go to San Francisco. It was so fun to go to that stadium. But what was it? Why was it so special with your mom? Just because it was like a road, just like road trips, you know, you're yeah. just together, you're camping where it's like small quarters, just kind of fun memories. My mom loves baseball. I love baseball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A friend was with me. Yeah. 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 Kyle Hutton. That was funny. Yeah. That was who came with me. Friend of mine. He was a friend in early high school. Um, Kyle, if you're going to listen to this, say what's up. DM me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was a fun one. What about you? Um, I was just thinking about this the other day when I was, I mean, there's, I have so many, I could draw from a lot of them, but one that I really cherish was when I was 20. <clears throat> I must have been like 23. And Jeff and I were broken up. Oh. And the other Jeff had broken up with me. And I was, but we and were, third we were Jeff, talking again. We were talking Jeff again. Jeff was on his way. <laughs> um, and I was, I flew home because I was going to be in my best friend Kaylin's wedding, but it was in California. So I, but it was cheaper to fly to Washington and drive down with my mom because she was invited. They were invited to the wedding too. So, um, yeah, so I flew home and we drove down and I was in my friend's wedding and then we drove back and 
on the way back, I actually stopped in Portland and saw you. Oh. And and then I came home and just was able to be with my parents for a little bit. But that was so special with my mom. Isn't it funny how we both yeah. chose road trips? I think it was just... Road trips a, are super memorable. It just was like a really healing trip for me. And I needed my mom there. I felt like she just brought this like warmth and healing. And we just were able to talk and cry and pray and heal. And it just was really, really sweet. So... That's good. I like... And we just had so much fun. So, yeah, I loved that road trip and everything about it. That's good. Um, and then my dad, we have, I have a lot with him. But I remember when I was 14, he took me down to the gorge. So every summer and then also like throughout the year, he would go down the gorge to go windsurfing. And he took me on a trip with him. And we went to like this really quaint movie theater and ate out at a really yummy restaurant. And he taught me how to drive. But I was only 14. So Ooh. it was like super cool to be in um, the parking lot. And then he took me windsurfing. It was just like really sweet one-on-one time with my dad. So that is good. I love it. Oh yeah, that. it reminds me. So my dad, I would say this one isn't like one specific moment, but I feel like it was like an era, but it was the same memory over and over again. So my dad owned a, you know this, owned a Harley Davidson shop um, his whole basically life. Uh, owned it, ran it. It was awesome. He worked on bikes. Just bikes are his thing. And whenever I would stay with him, and he had to work like on work days, basically when it was during the week or whatever, I would just go to work with him, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just remember that was like super special of just like, yeah. I feel like being a 10 year old or whatever and just being like sitting, just being like around all the guys and the bikes and the <laughs> mechanics and the, you know, I just felt so like, well, I don't know the word. It felt like such a one of those places of like, oh, I'm so lucky to be here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you've been welcomed into the man Yeah, club. exactly, exactly. <laughs> and just like seeing all the bicycles, the motorcycles were so cool. Um, it's like if Canon right now were to go to like a monster truck rally sure, or something yeah. like that, you know, that's how I felt. So yeah, I remember those. I just have really, really sweet memories of always just hanging out all day at like the shop and felt like such a boss. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Okay. And I still don't know anything about bikes or anything. Okay, but... last question. Hmm. Tell me a funny story from high school. Oh, let's see here. I have way too many. That's way too many. Appropriate. Yeah, not many now. Now I have not many. <laughs> I mean, I was terrible in high school. I used to just do, yeah. So there's a lot that involved stupid decisions. There's a lot that involved. So I'll give you two quick ones. I think one of these, I was more like maybe eighth or ninth grade. Um, the first one was, well, this one is, this is a couple stories wrapped into one. So I was basically just an idiot where I would do things in our house and in our neighborhood around the eighth or ninth grade year that just was ridiculous. And I remember, <clears throat> I remember, I think I had just gotten like, or I'd always loved, it was earlier, I'd always loved the Three Ninjas movies with Tum Tum and all that stuff. And there was these these bombs, they always made all these homemade weapons. And one of them, it looked like it was kind of like a flower cinnamon bomb or something wrapped in like tissue or whatever, coffee filters, I don't know. So I basically one day just like, that looks cool, I'm going to make my own. And so I basically just made a bunch of balls, like kind of like take a coffee filter, put a bunch of flour, powdered sugar, cinnamon in it, and then rubber band it and then kind of like make it a man bun, you know, like close it up and <laughs> rubber band it. And you basically have all these bombs. And I just like didn't know what to do with it. So I just went around the neighborhood just like throwing them everywhere. And so like all of a sudden, like a day later, there's just white cinnamon powdered sugar spots all over our neighborhood. And the whole neighborhood was like, what were you doing? You know what I mean? So Nobody stopped you? No no one like saw me when I was Uh. doing it. Well, I got to sneeze. No. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, That was one. 
Uh, or there was the time where I lit fireworks in the in the fireplace because I thought that would be the safest. Like I, th- I thought I was doing a service by lighting. So I was home alone, had fireworks. I wanted to light them off, but I didn't want to do them outside because I thought that was legal. So I said, oh, I'm going to actually do everyone a service. I'm really smart. Fire belongs in the fireplace. I'm actually going to be honoring like the system in the house by doing this. So I started lighting a bunch of fireworks. And then I tell you this one? Oh, yeah. Lighting a bunch of fireworks in the, and throwing them in the fireplace. Little did I know that the chimney basically was like an amplifier. So it sounded like bombs were exploding in our house from outside our house. And so all of a sudden the cops show up and are like, what are you doing? Um, and then they didn't care. I mean, they were just like, stop, you know, they just, but, uh, but yeah, that was a hilarious one. Um, one of our friends, one of our traditions in high school, this is when like, tell me when to go. And the hyphy movement was big and all that stuff is we would just randomly dress up on like weekends and just go to public like outdoor malls and spaces and just like ghost ride the whip. So we would just literally- Oh yes, ghost riding. Yeah, we would literally just like dress up, get our music all ready, get everything ready, you know, and then just like go to these like places where like thousands of people would be hanging out. We'd drive slowly, open all our doors, hop out of the car and like dance and just like, and we did that like every weekend. (laughs) Did other people do that or was just, that was like an Auburn thing? Auburn was pretty seriously into yeah, it. But yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So yeah, that's all I got. That was a good episode. Storytelling. Do you got any? Okay, I have one okay. funny one funny story that comes to my mind. I think when I was in, I think I was 17. And, or maybe it was senior year. I can't remember. It was senior year. And my best girlfriend's, we just had one of those nights where we could not stop giggling. Oh yeah, those are the best. And one of my friends found this book in her at her house and I forget what it's called. It was like an old 80s book and it was basically like how to get a man but the things that they recommended were so out, <laughs> like so ridiculous. But this is like people take this book for serious like for real. They take it for serious? They take it for serious. So we went to pick up our other friend from the Holiday Inn because she was working there. I think we went out to Applebee's afterwards to get um, appetizers and we were reading the book and we just like were peeing our pants we were laughing so hard that and we were all I think we some of us had boyfriends but most of us were all single we were just we just thought it was the funniest thing That's in the amazing. whole world so then and that was oh it was that summer so then that summer we went on a mission trip with our youth group and we all made of course matching shirts that were red and we called ourselves the like whatever this book was. I forget oh what this goodness, book was. Oh, I can't remember this book, but it was that's like, amazing. it was like, um, oh gosh, it was such a ridiculous name. I don't know. Let's just say the wooers or whatever. <laughs> and it was like nine rules of how to get a man or like get a husband. And so then each of us would put a rule on the back of our t-shirt. Like we like, we like heated it on. Oh and we my like, goodness. That is gold. <laughs> and yeah. And we were like, anyway, we just thought it was so funny. That is gold. Yeah. That is funny. Well, guys, moral of the story is tell stories, ask good questions, family, friends, marriages, etc. Write it down, take recording of it. It's hilarious and such a good practice. So we hope that was a little lighthearted break for you. We purposely wanted to switch it up in hopes that it would just bring a little bit of a smile to your face and encouragement to you during wherever you're at during this moment. So we love you guys. See you next week. Bye.